Welcome to the Vault Studios NFL Podcast. Sorry, I've got to hit record on the actual podcast. <laughs> oh, good, mate. Fucking things going now. Does this go out live or just record it? Just record it and release it. I do the fantasy guys do live every now and again. We will do live. I thought we might do live next week for our week four mulligans. And yeah. every time I think about it, I'm like, I don't think going live does that big a deal. Like, I don't think it adds that much value. No. And all you do is catch yourself interacting with people on delay. Oh, I know why I didn't hit record. Because I've worked out with StreamYard, I can cut, you can pull the sound and the video. So you can pull video with sound or just the sound, just the audio. Oh, cool. So I don't have to record on Audacity. I was, I remember, that's why I didn't have it open. So Audacity is almost dead to me, to be honest. <laughs> I have to use it. I'll just use it for cutting. All right. I'll, um, I'm just going to. All right. I'll go now. Welcome to the Vault Studios NFL Podcast, an Australian twist on all things NFL. The boys are cracking into a nice cold beer from Burnley Brewing. Let's join them. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I am your host, JA, and I am joined by the very, very handsome DeWalt employee, Richard Garraway. How are you, buddy? I'm good, mate. How are you? Uh, look, the Cowboys... They let me down again. I'm not going to lie. Um, the good thing is that the rest of the NFC are fucking crap. So I'm okay. I'm positive. He's certainly. I'm choosing. I was negative yesterday. I'm choosing to look at things positively today. And the fact that we almost beat one of the best teams in the NFL right now with a left tackle who hasn't played left tackle since high school and Zach Martin playing right tackle for the second half. So <laughs> I'm choosing to look at it positively that there's. There's, there's, we can get better. So, um, how about you? You good? The Brady's a superstar. Everything's good. Everything's right. You're gonna win the Super Bowl. Everything, everything's all good in Bucks Land. Um, my, my, my frogs got whacked in their first college game of the year. It's disappointing, but uh, all Thank in God. all, football is still good fun. There are a lot of enjoyable games this weekend. First COVID player. To miss a game on the weekend, I wish yes. I'd written, when I heard him say it. I wish I'd written it down. He wasn't a big star, was it? No, it was a F- Falcons, player? Falcons rookie, wasn't it? Falcon player, yeah. And they just they put it, and he went and no spread. He's went off. I haven't heard if he actually has it or not yet. It might have been a, a positive. Uh, what do they call it? A false positive. False positive. Like but I don't know if I've heard yet. I haven't even looked into it. Um, but yeah, I think it's been. Um, yeah, they've been they've handled really well. We've been saying it every week, but I'm impressed. I'm very impressed by yeah. NFL the way they've they've got it done. Um, tonight we've got a bit of a different show. Or not a different show. We're going to look at three and over versus zero and three. We all know that when you're zero and three, the chances of you making the playoffs become very very slim. And when you're three and zero, they're they're really quite high. Most teams at three and zero make it. So we're going to go through all the three and zero teams, all the zero and three teams, and discuss you know with the three and zero who do we think can maintain it and be a be a playoff team, be a contender. And with the zero and three, is there anyone we feel that can turn it around? Um, there's a couple in there I think might be able to. Uh, and then we're going to talk um, early best off-season moves. So, you know, a lot of moves happen in the off-season. I want to talk about a few, just a few that, that went well, that are going really well so far. Um, before we do that, I want to thank our fantastic sponsors up in the corner there. Richie, point to the corner for me. 
Breaking Oz mem other one. Breaking Oz memorabilia. How tricky is it when you're looking at yourself? <laughs> um, breaking Oz memorabilia. If you're watching on YouTube, obviously we're on the video um, podcast. You're not going to see, but um, they're um, our fantastic major sponsor. Break coming up very soon in their group. So go onto Facebook, search Breaking Oz memorabilia, join their group, and get involved, guys. Get in some breaks. If you don't know what a break is, basically very simplified. There'll be 30 spots at a certain amount. Let's just say for this sake, at $50 a spot. You buy a spot, you get a one in 30 chance. They pull your number out of the hat. You may get a signed NFL helmet that's worth. I've seen, they pulled one the other day. One of the Corey, who does the fantasy football podcast, got a Chrome Lions Barry Sanders with a with like a face shield, with like Barry Sanders face shield on it and everything. It was insane. It was one of the nice helmets I've seen. That's worth, I imagine, like three or $4,000 US. And he paid, I think, 50 bucks to get in it. And just got lucky. So it's a form of gambling and only do it if you've got the money. But you basically you throw, you can throw, you can buy five spots, you can buy three spots, you can buy one spot, and you just take your chance. And you know what? If you get in enough of them, you, you win a helmet and you, you make all your monies back in one hit, or you add to your collection like I've got, uh, which way I've got to go this way, like I've got behind me here. These all these helmets here. So um, yeah, throw into it and get that there. It's awesome fun. So get into breaking on memorabilia. Also, thank you to our good friends at Burnley Brewing for providing the beer. Richie, I saw you on Sunday. We Matt, we just happened to go to the same park at the same time with our kids. I couldn't believe what it. Is, what's the chance of that? I know. It was, it was like, exactly it was like, five kilometers from both our houses. It was incredible. And Amazing. what I was amazed, it was like that. Remember that beer ad where they all walked into the resort in like Bali or whatever? And there's like, <laughs> what are you doing what in Jono? Michael Jamison, as I live and breathe, and all four of them, it was like that. That was mine and Richie's acting, but yeah, big coincidence. And I forgot to bring you a box of beer. So remind me if we happen to go to the same park again this weekend, we'll see, um, to bring you a box of beer. But thanks to Burnley Brewing for their support. I know it's a really tough time for everyone in the service industry and restaurants, bars, and everything. So if you can support them, support them, buy some beer from them, um, go and pick it up, get it. If, if you're within five kilometers, go and pick it up and um, drink a lot of it. And order some food from there too. Support them while, while support them while we need to. We've got to all got to look after each other at this point, guys, and support each other. So thanks to our sponsors. Really appreciate you guys. But let's get in to three and O versus Owen three, and we'll start with the three and O teams, Rich, because that's more fun. And we'll start with the team we, we just touched on them a little bit. The Seattle Seahawks three and O. Russell Wilson is the only the second player to throw fifteen touchdowns in his first three games. Um, can you name? Can you name the other player who's done it? No, but if I had to guess, I'd say played today. Oh, um, oh, it's It's Jackson or Mahomes? It's Mahomes, then. It's Mahomes, yeah. When when he won the NBA a couple of years ago, I actually think he threw fourteen. I think Russell Wilson and and. Mahomes is the only people to throw more than 12 touchdowns in the first three games or something. See, in my mind, Russell Russell Wilson's on track to be the NFL MVP. I didn't put this team in the playoffs. I don't know why. I Looking at their team, I, I don't get it. And they have Russell Wilson. So thinking of my mindset, I think I didn't like their defense, but their defense is terrible. And they're still, they are still one of the best teams in the NFL. Like they just outscore everyone. Like So they beat the Cowboys yesterday. When Russell Wilson got the ball back with, with you know, two, two and a half minutes left, it was I, I knew we were going to lose. I didn't think yeah. they'd score nothing. I thought they'd kick a field goal. But, yeah, I, I knew we were going to – I knew they were going to take the lead. I knew it was all going to go because our defense sucks and obviously Russell Wilson's a superstar. So what, what are your thoughts? I think Saddle are pretty good. 
Well, I had him winning the division, so I feel great about this. <laughs> yeah. I had him with, um, I can't remember if it was 11 or 12 wins, 11 wins. So I'm stoked about this. The crazy thing is, like, even in their secondary, I mean, I remember when I flicked the game on, I'm like, oh, hang on, that's Griffin, because, you know, a guy with only one hand sticks out to. And I'm like, oh, I could have sworn he was on the practice squad. And they talk about they've elevated him and another D-back from the, from the practice squad this week. Adams has gone down. They're going to, have to elevate somebody else. But these guys are so shallow. That D line, as the game went on, the rotation got down to four guys. Yeah, and I'm Look, like, hang on, they play River. a Crimea River. When you've got your fourth left tackle playing, you can you can cry, Seattle. Yeah. So I mean, look, there's a lot of teams that are affected by injuries, but they are particularly affected by injuries. And Russell Wilson just looked awesome. Four touchdowns should have been five. Um, Metcalf. Bonehead. I, I hope that won't happen again. Um, but <laughs> they they are they're great. They're, they're everything I expected them to be this year. I think they're going to be very, very good. I, I don't see them dropping off. I see them as definitely and just spoiler alert when we have our mulligan next week, Seattle's my team coming straight back in because I think they'll be four and oh at that point. Uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna win that division, they're gonna run away. That's a that is a great division though, just saying they've got yep. every other team's at two and one. So, like, the 49ers have got massive injury issues, but what they did to the Giants on the weekend with those injuries, with those players out, um, I was pretty impressed. Cool. Like, they, the Giants are still an NFL team. They kicked the living crap out of them, and they are missing, like, 12 starters. It's half can, a I team. Give, can I give it the stat of the weekend? Yeah, go. Only, only 44% of their salary cap was active. 44%. So that should give you, not only it gives you a, an idea of what quality was missing. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's stat of the week when I heard that. I can't remember where I heard it, but I was like, yeah. "Holy I love, cow!" I love and, it. and the crazy thing, even with all those injuries, because I was playing the Giants, I started my fantasy team. They scored like sixteen points. The defense, like, it was crazy. Like, they're Giants. they're a well coached, they're a well coached team. We'll talk Giants later, but yeah, I think we got the same feeling on them. Uh, the Green Bay Packers sitting at three and zero. They had a a massive win over. Saints. One, I mean, the Saints yesterday, which really good game at football. The Saints, great game. Um, it was back and forth. Green Bay just ran away with it. Like they won by ten points in the end, but it wasn't. Green Bay scored a touchdown with like I think with like a minute left to make it a ten point game. It was pretty close the whole time. Um, Elvin Kamara was sensational in that game, just quietly. The, um, well, the difference was Thomas in that game. Mm-hmm. That that was the difference in the game. If he was there, like people want to get on Adam. Well, exactly. Really good point. I mean, yeah. like people want to get on. I think Thomas is more important to the Saints than Adams is to Green Bay. Only just. Like, they're both yeah. really good receivers. No, I, I certainly agree with that. O- only have, one in the receptions record, and it's not Adams. So. Exactly. And, and people are getting up, like, Breeze for the performance. Look, it wasn't a great performance on the weekend, but he's missing one of the, the – you know what? He's missing away, the best that. receiver. Like, well, I watched that entire game, and it not – not at any point did I think Breeze is done. I don't know. Maybe I'm not watching it. Pro- I might rewatch that game again just for my own peace of mind because I even like like Lewis in the fan the fantasy football podcast. Lewis he said the same thing. He said Breeze is cooked. And I was like, really? I got a lot of respect. I was kind of like, maybe I didn't. He's, watch miss- it he's missing one of the best three receivers in the NFL for starters. Yeah. And two, the, the the thing a lot of people are saying is because they said about Brady as well. They're just not fighting sacks anymore. Like, like, okay, I'm going to go down here, so I'm not fighting yeah. this. Well, you kind of have that, to when you get to 40. Exactly. They're being smart. Like, they go, I'm going to get sacked anyway. 
If you Joe Burrow, maybe you try and fight out of it. Unless, oh, for that poor bastard got the shit kicked out of him. But someone like that, yeah, you try and fight your way out. If you're athletic like Mahomes, yeah, fight your way out. Who knows what might happen? These guys are 42 and 43 years old. Fight to live another day. Yeah. Like, I I don't see the thing. But anyway, back back to Green Bay. They're they're the real deal. They've played some good teams. 100%. And when they get Adams back, He's back be even that was him in that that was old score. I don't know if Green Bay if this was Green Bay's plan because they haven't even dressed the quarterback yet. Jordan is it Jordan Love? Yeah, they haven't even Jordan dressed him yet for the for a game yet. So he's not even in the backup for a game yet, which just shits me to my core that you would waste a first round pick. Like you go to every other team, there is not one other first round pick that hasn't dressed unless he's injured that hasn't dressed for the first three games. Like every other first round pick is at least trying to be a contributor. Whether they are or not, it's another story. But they just literally threw that pick away. Now, I don't know if their plan was, oh, let's do this. And let's, worst case scenario, Rogers, Rogers cracks the shits and bails on us and plays like crap and we and we get rid of him at the end of the year. Best case scenario, it's the fire in his belly we need and he, and he, he has an outlet. I just don't think the Green Bay think that way. I don't think they're that what? smart. There is nowhere, no, no way it was that calculated. Not no, even close. I, I, yeah, I don't think it was either. I think, but you know what? I don't care because it's giving us Aaron Rodgers. It's giving us the Aaron Rodgers we all know and love, and I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm really really enjoying it. Yeah, if I was a Green Bay fan, I'd be pretty happy right now. Yeah, I'd be feeling good. I'd be feeling good. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers got uh, a good win over the Texans at home. This is a team I'm not as sure about. Like, well. Look, I'll be honest, I'm not as sure about them, but I still put them first in the AFC North, so I'm happy with where they are. Um, They're a team, I think it's probably the upside of that team. Their ceiling is really high. My concern for the Steelers is I think the floor is really low. Like A couple of things go wrong, especially around Roethlisberger, and -hmm. it could get ugly fast. But right now, I mean, they're rolling, and... Yeah, I had them winning the division, so yeah, the I'm, division I'm more than Ravens, happy with it. Ravens had a, had a bad loss today. Cleveland are two and one, which I don't know how, and I I don't think they're very good. Cincinnati they lost yesterday. Cincinnati are coming up later. I know they're not zero and three, but they're zero two and one, so it's it's almost the same. Um, yeah, I, I look, I think Pittsburgh will win the division. I think they're really good. I'm sorry, I, I I think the Ravens will win the division still. I think we're gonna. I think the big decider will be when those two play each other. We need to see that. Ravens, I'm I've got this real. I said they got. Pretty much pumped today by the by the Chiefs. They fought back in the second half, but they didn't play well. I've got this real like bad taste in my mouth about them, so I don't want to comment too much on what I think they're going to be like going into the season because right now I'm I think they're I think they're crap when I know they're not. I think if we look down properly and look at it, they're going to be fine. So I think the Steelers. I think they're a playoff team though. I I, I can't see them not making the playoffs, even if they lose to the Ravens twice. They've beaten the Browns once already. Is that right? I think they beat the Browns week one. The Steelers. Uh, yeah, did they play the Browns? No, yet? no, the Ra- the Ravens beat the Browns week one. Ravens, so they're gonna play. I, I think they beat the Browns twice. So I think they'll be right there, second in that in that division, and and one of the wild one of the three wild cards for sure. Um, Chicago, three and zero. You'd have to say is Mitch Trubisky the first quarterback to ever get benched after going three and zero. I can't remember, once again. I can't remember what podcast I was listening to on Monday when they were talking about it. Um, like what a kick in the balls that what that that's just saying we have zero faith you can get this done now. I'm sure Mr. Oh, Bisky was sitting there going, "Come on, 
Hey, it's the Falcons. It's the Falcons. It's because- They'll fall apart. They'll fall apart. Leave me in. Yeah, but did Foles make them fall apart? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no. That's what Mate, I mean. That's like, all, I, I that's don't rate Atlanta. We all know what my feelings on Trubisky are. I the walkout. That was the first walkout. Yeah. I, I think he was one of the worst picks in the history of the NFL. I'm still shocked. And they traded one. They traded back one. To get, oh, it was. They traded up to get him. It was. Oh, I've never seen anything like it in my life. But it's. It was a terrible pick at the time. And just keep in mind that Mahomes and Watson went in that draft. It makes it even worse. Now, I wasn't saying they should take a quarterback at that pick. But what my thought was, if you're going to take one, don't take Trubisky. Take two of the guys. Was it? Teddy Bridgewater as well, the quarterback in that draft? No, he wasn't that draft. I'd have to he check. The, oh, Lamar Jackson. No, Lamar Jackson was, was Baker, Darnold, Jackson, Josh Allen. That was that draft. I can't remember who that draft was. Either way, the, it was Mahomes and Watson and Trubisky were the three quarterbacks that I can think of now, and I knew they should take Watson or Mahomes over him. Like, everyone thought that. It was ridiculous. Um, I'm not buying... The Chicago Bears, Rich, are you buying or are you selling them? Because I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm selling out. them big. Selling them big time. They've beaten the Lions week one by what four points? They beat the Giants by four, and we all know what the Giants are. And then they beat a Falcons team, who now it's being known as the Falcons did a Falcons choked up a huge, well not a huge, but choked up another lead. Um. The Bears, I mean, I feel like they've been more lucky than good. Yeah. And they've come from behind in every game as well, which, yeah, to me, isn't they're, a good thing. No, they're, they're not a good football team. I think that they've got lucky. Falcons, we'll, we'll talk later, but they've got lucky. And I don't know. It could, like, they're 3 0. They've got a great head start on the playoffs, but. I don't think their divisions. I think their divisions pretty good. I think Green Bay will probably sweep them. Oh my god! No, you know who Trubisky's draft was? Who Mahomes was? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So else? Mahomes was taken at 10, ten. Thirteen. It was not a rich quarterback draft. Was that the only two until in the first? I thought there was one in the back of the first round. Uh, no, nah, not that I can see. Um, next quarterback taken. Geez, you got to do some scrolling here. Wow, I am way down. I think I'm thinking Lamar Jackson's draft when he was like he was like the thirty. Method. Method at the, yeah, okay, at the so. end of the end of the third round. You sort of. Oh, I was going to. By the way, they should have taken Mahomes or Watson. Both would have been fine. No one, no one wanted. No one thought Trubisky was good. So I'm confused. I'm still confused by that draft. Um. This is a fun one. This was one of my teams I put up put up or shut up last week, Richie, and I put Josh Allen and the Bills up, and they put up. Um, now, they got a, you know, very soft PI call to give them a fourth down conversion, which then, or to give them a, an, an extra play was time expired, or, if, yeah, fourth down conversion to then score the touchdown. But the Rams got a really crappy one against the Cowboys, which helped them win that game, so you the Rams fans that are complaining, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You've got to eat the bad ones because you all swore that was PI. And I promise you, the one this the one the one that you guys got called was way more way more way more worth it than the one against the Cowboys. So I think you got to eat that one. So I was kind of, it kind of felt like justice for me a little bit with the Rams. Um, but the Bills, I said I wanted them to go in and put up points. 
right now it's hard and it's hard to sit back and say Josh Allen isn't playing well. Like he's second in the league in passing yards. He's second in the league in passing touchdowns. He only has the one interception. Um, he's I don't know what his rushing is right now, but he's fleet of foot though. He's fine. Yeah, he's he's a great rusher with the ball. They set up a lot around him. I, I just think he's um, yeah, I think he's pretty good. I think he's pretty special. Two two rushing touchdowns already, and I think the Bills are a good team. They're now like they look like they're going to score thirty points every week right now, and their defense is is pretty good too. They had a, like a second half collapse against the Rams, which brought them back. Um, I- I think the magic number this year is nine wins will see you in the playoffs. With with the yeah, expanded I, playoffs, nine should yeah. see you in. If that's so okay. I had all the walking in. Well, I had them in with nine. They're already a third of the way there. Yeah, they only another six wins, and they get to host the Raiders this week. Oh, sorry, no, they have to go to the Raiders. Right, um, that's, that's not a gimme. Like the Bills shouldn't think. No that's way. Raiders, that, they're playing well. They were good at home um, yeah. against the Saints, um, yeah. but then they've got. Um. Yeah, they got the. Then they get to host the Titans, and then they got to play the Chiefs. So we're gonna get some idea of where they are, who this team is in the next three weeks. I mean, I'm not impressed by wins over the Jets and the Dolphins. Um, it was a good, a, a good win to keep it a win this week. Like they they could have easily. Home, like it's hard. I know. To come to Buffalo. Like, that's a big trouble. But but they did what they had to do. Like it's hard to sit there and say. You know they didn't deserve that win. They got a big lead. They threw it away and they came back and won it. Exactly. Uh, like, and Allen was a big part of that. So it said it. He's he's changing my mind on him. I wasn't sure. Mm. I, I I knew he had ability. He's this still is, an accurate at times, but I think yeah. he's a good enough overall player to to make up for it. This game on the weekend would have one hundred. If it had gone the other way, people would have been lining up to say, "See, told you." Yeah. For no good. It was so, a put up, put up game. Yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, I got no problem with them. I think I think they're, let's say, relatively for real. Like, I think they're going yeah. to the playoffs. Where they'll go in it, I, I have no idea. Um, yeah, they've got some some tougher games coming up. I said they've got a trip out to the Raiders, you know, hosting the Titans, going to the Chiefs. God, they get the Jets again. Then they got the Patriots, Seahawks. That's and the game I'm waiting for, Patriots. Yeah, that's and what then the, they, the big question is: Can they win the division over the Patriots? I don't want to bet against Bill because you know he's got Cam Newton. They, they've they've sorted their offense is way better than it was last year already, and he'll he'll make he'll make the defense work. So, but I, I'm I'm liking the Bills. I think they I think they'll definitely be a playoff team. There's no doubt in my mind. And my prediction from the win the division is it's looking okay. It's looking okay. Um, the Titans are next. 3-0, this is one I'm not quite buying as much. I don't feel great about this. And I think – I don't think either one of us had the win in the division, but I think we both had him in the playoffs. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. I know I definitely had him in the playoffs. Yeah, I had him in the I, Like, they beat a bad Broncos team. I feel great about having them last now. Um, yeah, they've completely th- fallen apart without – Quarterback. Well, they've had injuries, but they've had bad injuries. But I don't, I don't think they were that good to begin with. We get to come to them. Um, yeah, we do. Yeah. Then they beat up. Uh, sorry, they squeak past the Jags team who are frisky but not good. Um, and then they just squeak past the Vikings team who we're also going to talk about in a minute. They've got an interesting run. They go Steelers, 
Bills, Texans. Yeah. We will know in the next three weeks. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Oh, like, I think they're a solid team. The biggest surprise for me has been Tannehill. He's played really well. He like he, he's, he's been still playing well. And like it looks like that contract's gonna pay. And I'm happy for him because he's he's a guy that copped a lot of flack in Miami. And oh, from you, know, you and I especially. Yeah, like I I didn't think he was any good, but you know. Maybe well, he, he was- never. People always used to argue with us the stats. Yeah, of, and uh, I'm not a stat of person. him. And um, well, I heard a great line by Booger McFarlane about stats. He goes, "They're like they're like a bikini. They show a lot, but they don't show everything." Which yep. I was a really good line. Um, they're saying you want them to be, and they can look terrible if you want them to look too. Yeah, so it's that kind of thing where, like, hey, we actually watch the games, and Tannehill is not that good. But since going to Tennessee, it's kind of maybe it's been the kick up up the arse he needed because he's been playing really well for them. And Derrick Henry is still Derrick Henry of last year, even though they used him a lot last year. He still seems to be chugging along okay. And much now they're not relying on him as much either which is good i think it's good for him no so i mean you'd love to have another weapon or two but hey yeah they're playing some good football um and for mine they're definitely going to the playoffs yeah definitely a playoff team for me well i thought they would be in the preseason so i'm glad they're, they're panning out at the moment um the other thing with tanny hill is maybe that it's not being coached by adam gase anymore who we'll, we'll get to a bit later <laughs> Yeah. Um, the last one is the Kansas City Chiefs, who went three and zero today with a big win over the Ravens. Big, big win. Uh, Mahomes, especially in the first half, was just that's the Mahomes we we haven't seen the first couple of weeks. Like he was pretty good in week one. He was not great last week, but that was what Mahomes can do. And when he's like that, I just you have to then change your mindset to. Like even the Ravens, their second half, they came out and they, I think they scored the first the first three touchdowns or two touchdowns to make it a seven point game, and then Mahomes just went, okay, cool, no worries, bang, touchdown, bang, touchdown. Like you literally can't punt it when he gets like that. You've got to be like, okay, fourth and twelve, yeah, we've got to go for it here because you know what, if we punt this back to him, he's going to score and it's going to be a three score game before we know it. So we may as well give him a short field and hope for a turnover. Like there's literally how you have to play the guy. I think that every bit as good as last year, maybe better. Yeah, I mean, he's healthier, so they certainly could be better. I mean, this could be like the year, the 50 touchdown year. He's he's great. He's everything we expected them to be. I had him with 13 wins, win the division, no problem, and they are just tearing towards it. And their offenses, it's so good to watch. When I look at that and say, okay, Andy Reid, this is a guy who came out of a traditional West Coast offense. It's what he always ran. And yep. with what he's been able to do in – well, basically, since getting um, getting to KC, it, you you wouldn't even know that was a West Coast offense uh, unless you really know what you're looking for. And then, like you still see the basis of it; it's still there. But it's what just, he's added to it, the complexity. Yeah. He he's one of the best designers of screens I've ever seen. I don't know if it's him or or his coordinator is highly touted as well. He's well, you remember he's, him in the Eagles? Who were the two massive running backs for receiving yards? Brian Westbrook, Westbrook, and McCoy. He used yeah. to just create ways of getting them in space. Like he's done this for a long time. He's just doing it with like fast guys, really fast yeah. guys. He's got all the speed in the world, and there's a real chance, Richie, that. In 10 years' time, we're sitting here and I'm 43 and you're 108. And we're, <laughs> we could be talking to Patrick Mahomes like, this quarterback, he's won four Super Bowls. This guy's the best quarterback ever. Like, there's Maybe. a real, I honestly believe there's a real chance this guy might be the best we've ever seen. Like, the, his arm talent shows that. 
if he can if he can put the the pedigree together, the case file together over his career, can win you know a couple more Super Bowls, keep putting up these massive numbers, win a couple of them and a couple more MVPs, maybe break the passing touchdown record or the or the yardage record. Like this guy could be once once it's all said and done, this guy could be the best quarterback to ever grace this game. I, I truly believe that, and that's what he's got now. What what Andy Reid did with Donovan McNabb, who was it? A good starting quarterback. He's a and, choker, that's what he was. And a choker, yeah. And Alex Smith. Like, you think of things he did with those two guys alone. Like, he's done... So- he also rejuvenated Michael Vick. Like, he yeah. was dead in the water and got another good three or four good years out of him. Like, he's, he's got a track record. And yeah. I'm glad he got his Super Bowl last year. And I hope he gets more. I really do. If it's yeah. not the Cowboys, I wouldn't. it would not bother me at all if Kansas City won three or four um, the- um, championships. Wouldn't bother me. I love I love watching that offense because wherever watching the move, the movement, how they use their dangerous players to set stuff up. It's nuts. Just when you think it's an outside zone one way, it's a throwback to a tight end screen the other, and there's four linemen out ahead of it, like the you know, and the other tight end. Like it's just the way they create that stuff is it's so it's, good it, to watch. I love it, watching that offense. It. It's it's very similar to what McVay does in LA as well. Like he doesn't do it. Quite, he doesn't do it good. He doesn't have the talent that Reed has. But you watch like the outside zones of the Rams. Everyone looks the same. Whether they're passing, reversing, screening, no matter what, it all starts the same. So yeah. defenses who defensive players tend to be reactive, not proactive, because that's what playing defense is. That was a nice way of saying they're dumb, Richie. Um, <laughs> they react to what they see, and then they go like a bullet, like a bull in a china shop. That's how defensive players play. That's the, that's what it is, and that's fine. It's it's a it's very difficult to play it, but if you do the same thing every single time, linebackers, safeties, that they go, oh, it's that outside zone again. Oh, it's that outside zone again. The key is having it look the same and getting success on the base. So if you get success, and that's what Andy Reid does, he, the base thing they do, he gets a ton of success with. So when he gives it the next look, or he gives it that little intricacy that I just said, the backside tight end who's been busting his gut to, to cut off that inside three technique all day, get two gaps across and cut him off. That three technique finally thinks, shit, yeah, he didn't get me this time. And then what's Travis Kelsey doing? He's sitting there waiting for the drop back and the linemen are all coming back the other way. Before that three technique even registers it because he thinks, yes, I finally I finally beat the tight end. And then bang, he looks like an idiot. It, you're right. He's incredible, Andy Reid. I'm, I'm, I, I could watch that offense. If someone said to me, you can just sit and watch one thing for the next ten years, you have to. I'd almost pick the Chiefs' offense. I think, like, if I had to pick something, it wouldn't be it, wouldn't be Bachelor in Paradise. I tell you, they'd be second. <laughs> uh, it, it just makes you wonder. Like, I don't think Brady could run it. Um, it doesn't suit his skill set, but I think that could. It must drive you must drive you mental knowing that so, that could be the kind of offense you could have. I don't think Prescott could run it like Mahomes, but he could run it. Could, like, no, not like Mahomes, but Jared Goff, Jared Goff runs a similar sort of thing. So, you know. He is literally as dumb as plasterboard, that guy. <laughs> yeah. No, what, do you know what really kills me is watching what um, McDaniels is doing with Cam Newton and thinking Dak Prescott could pretty much be Cam Newton. He's that big. He's that – maybe not that fast, but he's super athletic, super big, super strong, yet – they never design a run for him unless it's a read option. No. And, and you know, what read options are, mate, call me five years ago. I'm, I'm done with read options. They're, they're cool and all, but like, the defenses know them now. They're not new. They're not fancy. It's like well, that, 
biggest the biggest difference is backside de- defensive players just don't tee off on the first thing they see anymore. They're oh, they see it and go, okay, I'm going to play this out. Eventually, yeah, squeeze I'm gonna, down. Yeah, I'm going to squeeze this down. So, and a lot of the time, they play the running back now. The end. The old rule with read option with um speed option is you, the DN went and smashed the quarterback, and then and you made the quarterback pay for what for for the option basically. Doesn't work anymore because like Dak Prescott's the size of a defensive end. Have fun, go mm. and hit him. He'll pitch it and just take it. Like he doesn't care. And so now what they try and do is they play the running back and then hope that the because you've got more athletic guys in the box now, they can close yeah, down the that linebacker and, and, and play yeah. the quarterback. That's what you hope for. Or you hope the quarterback misreads it and that slows it all down. Like, but you're right, no, that's what kills me the most. Thinking, imagine if someone who knows how to play, like imagine if Josh McDaniels could get his hands on Dak Prescott. He could be every bit be- he could he could be better than Cam Newton's been this year. But anyway, that's an that's that's what happens when you hire McCarthy who thinks RPOs are a new thing. He spent the last so Richard, do you know McCarthy spent last year learning about RPOs? Yeah, which every other coach learned about five years in, ago. In 2019, he learned about RPOs. Yeah, he could have called me when I was eight. I could have taught him a little bit of RPOs, monkeys. He should have, he should have interned at the Rams. He might have learned something. Anything. You could you could you could throw a rock in the street and someone would could teach you what an RPO is. Whoever you hit, be like, you know what an RPO is? They're like, yeah, run pass option. I'll come on. I'll draw one up for you. Anyway, yeah. uh, let's get to the O and three teams, uh, and that starts with the Atlanta. Atlanta Falcons, um, who I can't even remember what they did week one, but they had one of the worst losses in the history of the NFL. They lost the Seahawks week one. That's right. They, they lost the Seahawks. And then they, they lost to the Bears in very similar fashion. With, was it 25 to 3 yeah. lead? And, and they, they choked your the lead against you guys too. Yeah, it was dreadful. I'm, I dead set think Dan Quinn's days are numbered. I'm, I thought it might have been this week. When's their bye? Because I think that'll tell us everything. Uh, hang on. About Atlanta. I, I, I need to print out that. Um, 6, that 12, 19, 26, 30th. All those run together. Nine. There it is. Oh, it's like six weeks away. Uh, so I thought he, I thought they might hold on till then. I think if they have another loss like on the weekend um, and they play, the good thing for them is they uh, they get to have Monday night game against the Packers this week. <laughs> and you know, the, the, the better part is it that it's, it's in Green Bay, so it's a real, real easy, real easy road trip for them. I think they'll be 0 4. I think, and people can defend Dan Quinn all they want. Oh, their offense is so good. He was hired from Seattle because he was the Legion of Boom guy. He was the yeah. guy that started that defense, and his defense has never been good. And he can blame injuries. He hasn't got injuries this year. He's had talent. He's let guys walk. He's had plenty of years to get it right. They had a, you know, a, Really bad Super Bowl loss, which I don't think teams can ever get over. And what we see is every time they've got a lead, this happens to them. I think every time it happens, they just think, oh, God, this is just like Super Bowl. Like, well, I think they can't get over it. For the defensive guru, he's given up 38, 40, and 30 points this year. It's just, it's just not enough. It's, it, they're done. They, they have to. I said this last year, uh, last week. Sorry, I said to you they're a loser organization. I didn't expect this to happen this week, but I You're actually. Blow it up? I think you would have you, to. Would you trade Matt Ryan out and get something back for him, like a contender? Like you, what do you reckon Chicago would do right now for Matt Ryan? Quarter, quarterbacks. What are you going to get back? Quarterbacks are so hard to get, and they've got you, one. You get a first round pick. How old is yeah. Matt Ryan? Problem is, you have your first round pick, and who do you end up with? 
Trubisky, RG three. You can get it wrong. Like you can get it wrong easily. Matt Ryan's only thirty five years old. He's got exactly. So keep him. You don't need need to blow it up. Yeah, but you need to blow up the mentality of that group, and it starts at the top. Yeah, he he might. Yeah, it it does. I think it does. Yeah, they need it. They need a new voice. I think Adam. I think not Adam Gase. We'll talk about him soon. I think Dan Quinn's. Um, I think he when he lost that Super Bowl, it changed the whole trajectory of what he was going to be. I re- and we'll never know that, but you, it's hard to come back from that. Like that's bad. That game was Richie. We that game was over. Like we were like we, we were we were celebrating the Patriots losing. Like that it was over at halftime. Like, yeah, ben, we were playing out. It was yeah. yeah. We're in a room that we're at an event being run by a betting organization. Yep. And everyone thought it was done in a place that had some pretty sharp betters in there. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I think the Falcons are done this year. I don't see them. I think they'll lose this week. They'll go to zero four, and I think I think that could be the end of. I think it might be. Hey, maybe don't hop on the plane from Green Bay. Maybe have a, have a have a week to yourself in Green Bay, and then make your way <laughs> back from getting shit. <laughs> Forget that. Let me come home and fire me at home. Fire <laughs> me on the road. <laughs> Um, the New York Giants, I don't think they're firing Joe Judge at any point, but uh, I think it's opening a lot of eyes to Daniel Jones. And this could be the same discussion we had about Mitch Trubisky. I don't know if Daniel Jones is going to be a good quarterback. It's not. It's looking like now that he, he might be okay. He has a real issue with turnovers. He turns the ball over way, way too much. And again... like. I, he just wasn't the right pick. No one thought he was the best quarterback in the draft. Like, I just, I don't think they're any good. They've now lost Saquon Barkley for the year. I yeah, I'm I'm not sold. I'm not sold. And I think I don't think they'll make the playoffs. The, the good thing, is the, this is about the only team that's zero three that has a chance to because their division, their division it's leader so is one win. Yeah, the the, I kind of feel for Giants to be here. At least with Saquon. If he was in the lineup, they had to respect it. But Daniel Jones' job now is so, so much harder. He was struggling already. And now the fact they don't have one of the best running backs in the league behind him, that yeah. they can just get after him. They, they don't. Second year. Like it's. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm not ready to flush him down the toilet. But as you pointed out, he's got some flaws that he has to work through. Yeah. And now I think that job is so much harder because they yeah. don't have a great O line. And now they don't have a running back. No. So, you know, what, what what they may have had before, you know, they sure as shit don't have it now. <laughs> Excuse my language. But I just think it's such going to be such a tough mountain to climb. Yeah, I only had them with three wins anyway. So, I, you know, I feel good about the pick. But yeah, um, it's not looking like a wild quarterback draft anyway. Like the giant, Kyler Murray went one and he looks great. But Giants didn't have a shot at him. Um, no. The only other guy is Dwayne Haskins, who there's rumors they're going to, the Washington think you're benching him. So he hasn't really, like, I'd probably have more faith in Daniel Jones right now than. Yeah, than me him. too. Look, obviously, Murray was was and is showing as the best of that class coming out of that draft class. But Great. I think if you're the Giants, as you rightly point out, one, the East ain't too flash right now. You're only one game out of first. So yeah. put, put, put your heads down. Build your game plans every week and come ready to play. It's going to be really hard for them, but at least they got something to build towards. Yep. And they're still the Giants, not the Jets. That's so true. Th- there's something, 
there's something there for them. You know, I, I wouldn't in the off season. He's going to want money in the off season. Do you reckon they pay him? I think you have uh, to. I don't yeah. think like doing what other teams are doing in running backs. I think you have to. There's no way that that fan base is he up already? No, but he'll be doing. He'll do his Zeke Elliott trick after his third uh, year. I, I wouldn't play that game. He will. I guarantee you. End of this season, he will say, "I want a contract. Or I'm not turning up." After a knee injury, after missing a year. I think I'd be shocked. Yeah. He'll, he'll oh, his... We'll see, I guess. We'll see. Yeah, it goes. They're, they're, I don't think they're a playoff team for me, no matter what the division yeah. is. I think the Cowboys are going to win that division, believe it or not. I just think it's not a very good division. Um, no. Next, I want to talk Bengals. They're 0-2-1. They had a tie with the Eagles on the weekend, which we'll talk Eagles next. I like Joe Burrow. He's looked really good, but the poor bugger doesn't have a chance for that offense. They can't run the ball. Joe Mixon love... is the most player in the NFL right now. They cannot run the ball. They may as well trade him away and try and get something for him. Well, He's, the line's awful. Yeah. And they're, they're terrible. I'm not buying the offense either. It's not a great... Like, Joe Burrow is making the offense look okay. It is... You look at all the, like... I don't love these stats, but, like, the, you know, the the key stats of offenses, yards per play, average yards per play, all that sort of stuff. They're very... They're right down the bottom in every category. Yeah, they're, not a, they're not a productive offense at all. This was probably their best offensive game, and they scored 20 points. Like, they're just not a good offense, but... We talked about the eye test before with Tannehill. Burrow's passing that. He's oh, passing yeah. You're watching yeah. him going, yep, that's he can zip that ball. He's smart. I, mean, the thing, He's half, I, I like him a lot. They but host I, the Jags this week. It. Yeah, they, they host the Jags this week. They can get a win, but they're building for the future. Like, they're not without. They got, they they got Burrow. Hopefully, that's the QB of the future. But, yeah, they got, they got to rebuild the O-line, and then they got to address the skill positions. If you're a Bengals fan, just – Enjoy watching Burrows this year and hope he doesn't die. Hope, hope he, he makes it. Enough. Yeah, hope he makes it. The Eagles, 0-2-1. I don't think I had the Eagles in the playoffs. I, I might have. I can't remember now. Uh, this is the team I probably feel is the most likely to turn this around. I think, as I said, the East is a bad division. They're literally half a game off the division. Of, of, of can, I, the division. can I tell you... Like okay, they're one of the more likely to turn it around, but they're not going to. And here's why: Tell me. they got the 49ers, Steelers, and the Ravens in the next three weeks. So I think they beat the 49ers. No, you're right. Even if they do beat the 49ers, they're not going to win the other two. They're not going to win three of. The, they need to win all three of those games to get to get back to, alive. Even, to even be considered. So to bridge How too far, I had them out of the playoffs. But we know the Cowboys got the Browns next week. Who do they have? Who do they have after that? Who? Sorry, the Cowboys. Because that's who they're fighting with. I, I don't think the, I don't think Washington are for real. I don't think football team are for real. I think Cowboys got the they go Browns, Giants, Cardinals, professional football team. So you're telling me the Cowboys should beat the Browns. They should beat the Giants. The Giants. If they can't beat those two teams, they don't deserve to play in the playoffs. I don't. Yeah. Then in three weeks' time, we're going to know who wins the NFC East. I'll put it out there. Because if the yeah. Eagles manage to win two of those games. And the Cowboys drop a couple; they should win. We're going to know it's the Eagles' division, I think. But it's it's a bad division. It's they're yeah, it's not just, good. A bit unlucky. Good like, they've all played. They've all, they haven't played each other yet, and they've all played, other than Washington and the Eagles, and they've all played some pretty good teams. They have, they have to play the West, which is the NFC West is pretty hard. Um, oh, and they have, to play, they have to play the AFC North. So Steelers, Ravens, Browns, and the Bengals, obviously not great. But yeah, anyway, um, Eagles. Do, do you? Like, I said I, I'm not. If anyone can do it, it's these guys because, the, I said, they're half a game off leading the division. 
I'm going to back him in. I think they can be a, a playoff team. I just don't know. I don't know if they will be, but I think they can. I think they can turn around and I'll let you know in three weeks' time what I think. Yeah, I am lo- losing a tiebreaker to not make the playoffs. So yeah. we'll see. All right, Denver and the Jets. I've put these guys together because they're playing each other this week. So has any team ever made the playoffs after making after going 0-4? The hardest thing about all those stats, one, going 0-4, I think only once ever. But the hardest thing for it now is there's an extra playoff spot. So a lot of those stats are going to go out the window because yeah, it's easier. That, it's now easier than ever to make the playoffs because you don't play extra games. There's not or extra teams. Denver and the Jets historically are going to become one of those teams. I, no. I, like no way. They've been, they've been destroyed by injuries. And they were like Drew, Drew Locke was, is good, but. I think he's missing the next four or five weeks. They might be, they might not have won a game by then. So I, I, I don't, don't know think if Drew Luck is good. Like, uh, I don't unfair. know. He played, he played pretty well the first game and then got hurt the second game. It, we'll see. Uh, yeah, I think he's got yeah, 14 but, points. Yeah, 14 but I, points week one. I think he's the option right now. I, I don't think you go and take a quarterback number one overall. Or do if you reckon it, if you're worse? Yes, you do. Or do you reckon if they've got the number one pick this year? They take, you know, the quarterback. Yeah, from Clemson. It'll come to me. His name? Long hair. Very, very Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Looks a touch effeminate. Um, I know who you mean. He's pretty. He's a pretty boy. Um, Yeah, anyway. So I can do. Our boys boys at the college college podcast right now are sitting there pulling their hair out, I guarantee you. Um, Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think Vic Fangio, the biggest disappointment's been the defense. They're just not a great defense. They don't tackle well. Um, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. They're, they're Trevor not Lawrence. This year. It's Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. They're not a playoff team this year, though. Definitely not. We'll see how it pans out no. later in the year. Drew Locke's going to need to show something later in the year when he comes back to, I guess, to see if they want to invest in him long-term because I think they'll have a pretty low pick, Denver. And not all their fault. Injuries hasn't hurt, but they're, just, they're not quite there yet. Uh, the Jets, I think Adam Gase, I'm waiting for the – I'm waiting for my phone for NFL – which send me every freaking update in the world. Like someone someone picks their toenail off and you get an update for NFL. I'm waiting for it to show up going, Adam Gase has been fired. I don't know what world you still have this guy in your building. He is a cancer that is destroying that team from the inside. You need to cut it out and throw it away before it does any more damage. Donald is going to be a destroyed mess. Like, I think Donald's got a lot of ability, but the coaching is terrible. It's terrible. I, I don't understand. I didn't understand when they hired him. I didn't understand it when they didn't fire him last year, and I don't understand it now. Get him out of the building. Rant over. This team will be terrible until he is gone. Snap. You can move on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next two teams, I'm going to book them together as well. We've got the Minnesota Vikings and the Texans, similar to the Denver and the Jets. They play each other this weekend in what a lot of teams would have penciled in as a – a lot of people would have penciled in as a really good game in week four. Um, these two teams are 0 and 3. I'm going to give the Texans a bit of a break. They've literally played three teams that haven't lost yet. Yeah, they've, they've, they've played, started with the toughest schedule. Well, they played the Ravens. So they've played they've, no, they're Chiefs, teams Chiefs played, Ravens, Steelers. They've, they've had one loss total for the teams they've played out of nine yeah. games. Like it's they've had a rough trot. The Vikings offensively, I, I don't mind them. I think Delvin Cook's a really really good running back. But again, Green Bay are 3-0. They've run away with this division. It is the seven playoffs team, so they have got a chance, but they need to turn it around this week. Whoever loses this game this this week is gone. They're, they're gone. They're out. At 0-4, Cross 
in that division. Like the Bears are three and two. We we can't belittle that. They're still they've won three games still. So they're three games behind the freaking Chicago Bears in their own division. They're the third it's a team. Long that, way back. The Bears way got a back. way better chance of being that seventh wild card right now than the Vikings. So I'm, I'm I don't <laughs> think they're going to turn it around. And the Texans again, the division. It's a good division. It's a solid division. You've got the Titans at 3-0, and the Colts at 2-1. and I think the Colts are the best team in the division. I think you take away that terrible week one loss. I think they're really good. I think, they're ter- I think that week one loss probably gave them that kick up the ass they needed because they've been great the last two weeks. And the Jaguars with the, with the stash, I know he had a terrible Friday or Thursday night game last week where he looked bad, but the, other than that, he's looked incredible. So... I think Houston might be the worst team in this division, and we're again like I think they'll I think they'll beat the Vikings. So I think they're better than the Vikings just because they've got Deshaun Watson. But Bill O'Brien's in he's in big trouble. He is. Well, let me let me throw this at you. They went zero three and won the division not two years ago. Yep. So we know they can do it, but mm-hmm. obviously they still have to do it. And looking ahead, I can find some wins, but I can find plenty of losses too. So. Um, I think Bill O'Brien's GMing is coming home to roost. Yeah, he said he's like a he's like a guy that's just got his paycheck right, and he's gone straight to the casino and gone all on black. That's what Bill, <laughs> that's what Bill O'Brien did this off season. He put everything, and he's betting on himself. And I don't I don't hate that that mindset, but shit, if you're going to bet on yourself, it better work. David Johnson hasn't worked. Getting rid of Hopkins hasn't worked. Watson's a great quarterback. You can't protect him. And the receivers he throws to aren't great. Now, yes, they've played really good teams. That's the only thing that's making me think. And I would have been put up or shut up. They lost by a touchdown to the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Like, they they played pretty well. That defense just absolutely took over in the second half and Watson didn't have a chance because the offensive line's no good. But these are all moves and all things that Bill O'Brien has allowed to happen as the coach slash GM. And I, I don't... It's, it's not working. And if he doesn't get them into the playoffs... I don't think he'll get fired mid-season. I think, but I think he'll be. Oh gone. no, no, no! He'll get to the end of the year. They'll say thanks, but no thanks. We're going to hire a GM and a new coach together. First thing, I just bring a GM in because I think he's a good coach, and then you go from oh, there. You wouldn't mind. You'd, you'd give him a chance with the GM. Maybe yeah. that's what. I mean, that's what will save him. But he needs to do some winning. He needs to do it quick. For me, Vikings. I, I don't think they can turn it around. I think their defense is playing terrible. They lost their, start, one of their starting safeties, who's one of their best players. Their front's slow, can't get pressure. I'm just they're, I'm off them. They're too far behind. Yeah, and the division too far too behind good. the division. That's what I mean. Yeah. There's two teams that are three and zero. It's too hard. It's too far. And the, te- the Texans, I think they definitely can turn it around because they've played really good teams and they haven't really been blown out. Like they haven't been destroyed in any game. So they've been there. So I think we'll we'll, we'll give them a couple of weeks, but they need to win this one on the weekend, and we'll start to see that turnaround. Um, that's it for all the zero and three, three and zero teams. Um, we'll. See a bit more of them over the net. We'll definitely update next week how they all went. Um, let's move on to the. I don't know if I wrote this the right way. <laughs> so, have I wrote best early off season moves, not early yeah, best? You've done it bad. I just got to say, like that, I don't care. This, um, this has to be rapid fire. I don't have my laptop charger. I got eight oh, percent. No. So go go all right, go. go. <laughs> all right, this is the best off season moves, not including draft picks of the off season. Trent Williams traded for a bag of chips and a broken football to the 49ers. He's been outstanding at left tackle. Um, awesome to watch. Great move by the Ram, uh, by the by the 49ers. 100% agree. Yep. The Rams cutting Todd Gurley. Not that Todd Gurley hasn't been he's been bad in Atlanta. He's he's looked okay. He's not the Todd he's Gurley good on the weekend. 
yeah, he was fine, but he doesn't look like the guy he used to be. And the Rams have found a way using three backs, um, Henderson, Brown, and Akers when he's when he's healthy. They've found a way to get production. Get They're done. getting the same production out of the three of them. They don't need him. So they cut that salary. It was a great move. Calais Campbell, the Jacksonville Jaguars, traded him to the Baltimore Ravens for a seventh-round pick. It was a dump, and he's been outstanding. He's been one of the best interior defenders in the league up to this thing. I think it was a great move. He's made that, that they've come off a bad loss today, but that Ravens. But he was good. He was good. Very good. Very good. Much better defense team with him on that team. Uh, much better defense with him on the team. Um, second last, Hopkins. We've discussed this. Absolutely hit the nail on the head. Awesome, awesome move. I think it, uh, it's just been incredible. We've lost Richie. His computer's died. Um, Hopkins trade to the Ravens, uh, to the Cardinals. Awesome move. Idiot move by the Texans. My last one. Oh, that, that, that was it. That was it. That was all of them. Um, guys, we've lost Richie at the end of the show. <laughs> His computer's run out of battery, believe it or not. Um, but thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Really appreciate everyone being here. Um, it's been an awesome week of football. Thanks to our sponsors, Breaking Oz Memorabilia. Really appreciate you guys being on board. Head over to their Facebook page. Join in. Um, Burnley Brewing, I've enjoyed one of your beers tonight. Nice pale ale here. So thank you very much for for supporting us. Get into 648 Bridge Road, Richmond, and support Burnley Brewing. Um, That's it from me, guys. You will see us all next week. Welcome to the Vault Studios NFL Podcast, an Australian twist on all things NFL. The boys are cracking into a nice cold beer from Burnley Brewing. Let's join them.